I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to him in everything I do believe he'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham The Lord told me how he wants me to be To abide in Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast. I'm David Weeder, and I want to set the stage with you for the next several broadcasts. They're going to lead one into another into another, and we're going to develop a concept. And I want, to, I want you to go into these broadcasts with a particular mindset, because we're going to start at the basics. Um, my spiritual father, uh, Brother Kenneth Copeland, he told a story not too long ago that I thought was perfect for what we're going to be going into. He said years and years ago, and he's been a pilot for many, many decades, and years ago he was in a class where the instructor was teaching other instructors. And he was getting across the point of instructing and how you teach. And especially back in those days, almost everybody smoked. And so this guy, he came into the classroom in the morning and he had a brand new unopened package of cigarettes and he put it down on the desk and he had, I don't remember, it was either a, a book of matches or a lighter or whatever, and he put it beside him. And he said, all right, now he said, I want somebody to come up here and teach me how to smoke. Just act like I have, I don't even, first time I've ever done it. I need somebody that's experienced. You've been smoking for a while. You got this down. You do it on a regular basis. I want you to come up here and teach me how to smoke. And of course, there was you know a little bit of laughter in the in the classroom and everything. And then this guy walked up there, and he said, "Okay." He said, "Now the first thing you want to do is open the package." So the guy reached down and got the package of cigarette and tore it in half. And the guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait! What are you doing? What are you doing?" He said, "Well, you told me to open the package. I, you didn't tell me how." Well. That's an that's a indication of what we're going to be attempting to do over these next several broadcasts is take it step by step by step. You know, uh, another, another story that I'm reminded of uh, is a, this is a powerful minister of God, Jeremy Pearsons. And uh, if, you haven't, if you don't know who he is, you need to go check him out. Just go Google Jeremy Pearson's minister. And uh, man, they're getting ready to start a, a powerful, powerful church up in Colorado. And uh, you can benefit from his teaching. It's just so plain and simple. But he was teaching, oh, it's been several years ago now. And he asked a question. He said, now, what are you watching when you watch, say, the Super Bowl? Or when you watch the World Series? You are watching masters of the fundamentals. It's not a different game than what you go watch when you watch a high school football game or, or a peewee uh, baseball game. It's the same game with the same principles played at a different level. And so we're going to endeavor today to talk about the Holy Spirit. And we're going to start and we're going to go over several weeks talking about the Holy Spirit. Because one thing that I've seen over the last several years that's been a little bit 
discouraging, a little bit uh, um, uh, disheartening, so to speak. It, it, not exactly the right term, but close to it. As I've traveled the country and I've traveled the world in the, in the different places, is there's been a, um, a, a downplay of the role of the Holy Spirit in the Christian's life of today. You know, people are going about, they're busy going about their business and handling day-to-day stuff. And, and uh, you know, if the Holy Spirit's role gets much attention, it's kind of like in passing, you know. And it's, it, I, I can't see, the more I study, the less I understand or the more I understand how little effectiveness and success as a Christian in this life you can have without leaning on, relying on, and trusting in the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And so that's what we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks. I want to let you know a little bit about the teaching because we're going to be looking, some of the scriptures overlap. We're going to be looking at some of the scriptures multiple times, but we're going to be looking at some of them from different angles. Brother Kenneth E. Hagin used to say, and uh, he learned this when he was uh, just a young, as he used to say, a, a, a young boy Baptist preacher. And uh, he heard uh, a theologian say that when it comes to the things of God and studying the things of God and studying the Word of God, a lot of times it's like climbing a mountain. And when you climb one side of the mountain, you see a particular view and it's stunning and it's beautiful. But if you go around and you start climbing the other side of the mountain, it looks completely different. It's a totally different view. It's got different trees, different landscape and everything. But it's the same mountain. Just a different approach gives you a different view. And somebody asked him, he said, well, which view is right? Well, they both are. It just depends on what side of the mountain you're, you're trekking up. And so we're going to be looking at a lot of different aspects about the Holy Spirit. And so let's start off with a word of prayer, and then we'll start studying in the Word. Father, I thank you today. I'm asking you, sir, to teach through my lips, reach the people. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you, as is your ministry, to teach and to guide people into all the truth concerning yourself, concerning your role, and concerning your place in their life. I'm asking you to help me speak accurately, and I'm asking you to help the people hear accurately. And I'm asking that not one person in the sound of my voice watching this on video, listening to it on podcasts or radio, not one person will be unchanged by the power of the living God. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I was trying to think and asking the Lord, where do we start? I mean, how basic can we get this? So let me tell you one thing. There is a God, and He loves you more than you can possibly grasp with mere human understanding. He loves you so much. If you start studying this word and you look in through the Old Testament, there's several, there's a lot of different names that God is named by. 
You find names like El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Sidkenu. All of the names of God benefit you. Every single one of them are for your benefit. That's how much he loves you. And I'll go further than that. He loves you so much that he gave, the Father God gave his only begotten son to get you. That's how much he loves you. And the son, whose name is Jesus, came to this earth, lived out the perfect will of his father, right up to and including going to the cross and dying for you. Why? So that through his blood, you could become his joint brother so that his father is now your father. So now we've got the father God and we've got the son God, who's Jesus. But there's a third and that is the Holy Spirit. And the three of them make up the Godhead, which is commonly referred to as the Trinity. Now, if this is the first time you're hearing this, I want you to contact us and we can go into more detail about that. And the contact information will be at the end of the broadcast. If this isn't the first time you're hearing this, if it is the first time, we're planting seed. If it's not the first time, then we're watering this because we can always use a refresher course in these things and in the basics. You know, another story that comes to my mind, the uh, great football coach, Vince Lombardi, he ended up having a losing season one year. And that, that just doesn't happen. Just did not happen with Vince Lombardi. And so they lost that season. It was a losing season. So the next spring it came around to spring training and he comes in and he's holding the football. Now these are world-class football players that he's talking to. The best in the world. And now this is American football here. I know I've got some, uh, some audience around different, different countries. I'm not talking about what we call soccer and you call football. I'm talking about American football. So he walks in, he's, he's holding this football, and he holds it up to these gentlemen. And he said, now, men, this is a football. And that's where he started out. He started out at the basics. Well, that's what we were just doing. We're covering the basics. We've got God the Father. God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, and we're going to go into this a lot more. But one of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to be your teacher and your guide in the Word of God. Now, I've heard a lot of people over the years uh, trying to figure out life. And I've heard the statement many, many, many times. I sure wish this world, this life came with a, an instruction manual. It does. It's right here. And God, your Father, wrote it all down. Every single piece of information that you need to be successful in life is contained right here. And you can trust it and you can rely on it faster 
and more completely than the word of any lawyer, any family member, your husband, your wife, your father, your mother. This is Life's Instruction Manual written by the author of life himself. It is truth. But you know what? If you're like me, okay, you you get this cool new electric gadget, and it's got all kinds of details and stuff like that. Well, it comes with an instruction manual. And depending on what it is, it might be pretty thick. But then it comes with this quick start guide, and it's kind of boiled down, and it's got the obvious points to get you up and get you going. Okay, well, there's obvious things in this book that are, are you know, easy to apply to life. You find things, you know, it, it talks about you believe in your heart. You say with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Boom, you receive the Lord Jesus as your, as your Lord, and you're born again. Okay? But then, if you want to understand the circuitry and the wiring of that cool new electronic gadget (laughs) that you got, you've got to delve into the instruction manual, and you've got to do it in detail. And, all right, now this is going to be a stretch for y'all. Go back to your high school days and think about that chemistry book that you had, Mm -hmm. and the physics book. Those ones that were about this thick seem like, sometimes seem like they were about this thick. You know, most of us could go through those books. You could read every word in that book. You could even pass some written tests. But how many of you, now this is going way back, I'm dating myself on this one now. Some, Some of you guys will get this and some of you will have to go Google and see what I'm talking about. There was a show in the 80s called MacGyver. Okay? Now, He took the information that was in the chemistry books and in the physics books and he applied it to real life situations on how to get out of every different predicament you could think of. It was it was wild. But the reason that the show was popular and the reason it was so neat in most people's eyes was because he took that information that we all read but didn't have a clue how to apply it in real life. But, and he actually applied it in real life and made it work, and it was outstanding, and everyone went, wow, how did he do that? Well, a lot of people can read this, but they need help finding out how to apply it in real life. And we're going to talk about this more in detail, but that is one of the Holy Spirit's jobs. He is described as the teacher of all truth. And Jesus said, your word is truth. He's the teacher of the word, the instructor. That's what he does. And I'm way out ahead of myself. So let's get back to where we are. We've got, the God, we've got God the Father, God the Son, and now we're talking about God the Holy Spirit. This is our basis for instruction. If it's not in here, we throw it out. So... Let's make sure that we can back what I just said up in this word. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. 2 Corinthians 13, 14 says, The grace 
of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, there we've got Jesus the Son. And the love of God. Now we're talking about God the Father. And the communion of the Holy Ghost is with you all. There we see all three. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Now, go over with me to Matthew chapter 28. And we'll see this again. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, you want every word to be established. So you need to see this in multiple locations. Matthew 28 and this is commonly known as the Great Commission. This is what Jesus said as after he was crucified, died, raised from the dead, and getting ready to ascend. This is the last commandment that he made. This is marching orders, so to speak. And he said in verse 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth, now you go, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So there we see all three, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And yet, if you turn over to John chapter 10, we're going to see an interesting concept. We've already seen that we're working with three different entities. We've established that quite well. So look with me now in John 10 and verse 30. Jesus simply says, I and my Father are one. Well, how that can that be? We just saw that there were three. Hang with me. Hang with me. I said multiple witnesses here. Go over a couple chapters to John 17. John 17 and verse 21. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. Well, that seems a strange concept, doesn't it? How can they be separate and yet be one? Well, let's look at an example. It's not exactly the same. But I want to look at it because it'll give you a concept of what we're talking. And we'll, we'll end up, we'll wind up there today. <clears throat> Go with me over to 1 Thessalonians. Actually, no, hold, hold that. Go to, go to uh, Genesis first. Lord, took this a little different way, so you're going to have to bear with me while I uh, scroll and punch buttons here and stuff. And I get my, this is my first covenant sword. This is my second covenant sword. So I got to go back and forth a little bit. Genesis chapter one. Now, most people, even if they've, you know, only been to Sunday school when they were a little kid, uh, they know about the creation of the earth. 
And so look with me in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. We're going we're gonna to wrap this up really as quick as we can. Let's see. And all right. Now I'm reading out of the Amplified Classic version of the Bible here. And in, uh, it says, God said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image after our likeness and let them have complete authority. So he's creating man here. And he said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make man. Well, in our image. So if he's making us in his, in his image, it would be something similar, would it not? A three-part being. Go with me to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. Ooh, I, got, I can go to my, 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 my new covenant sword. And you'll see something very interesting. And you know this intrinsically. Um, but sometimes you've got to have things pointed out to really grasp the concept. And so that's what we're going to do real quick. All right. 1 Thessalonians and chapter 5. And look with me at verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. W-H-O-L-L-Y. Holy, completely. And I pray, God, your whole or complete spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this gives you a picture because you know you are a spirit. You live in a body. You have a soul, which is your mind, your will, and emotions. And that's another study, but I think you can grasp it between Genesis and 1 Thessalonians. You can see that you're really, you know, you've got, you've got a mind. It's not just a brain. It's not a physical brain. You've got a mind that you think with. And you, you're in this body, but yet you know when this body is, is done, there's enough evidence around, you know there's something besides that. There's your spirit. That's three parts but yet you're one being. And we're going to wind up there today. I tell you what, this stuff just flies by. But I tell you, I want you to remember one thing. Now, we're going into this in much, much, much more detail next time. But between now and then, I want you to go back, settle these things, send us an email, uh, contact us, Facebook message, whatever it takes. If you have any questions about this, you've got to understand Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and the Son has got to be your Lord, or none of these other broadcasts matter. And we'll see that from the Word. But between now and then, I want you to do something for me. I want you to remember that I love you, that God loves you. He is for you and never against you. And don't forget that Jesus is Lord. I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do Believe He'll come again